0: I'm sitting alone in my extremely messy room crying with laughter because I miss human interactions.
1: Hello, I'm Robin and I'm Eric and this is do we like the podcast where we debate the pros and cons of popular people places and things to decide if we like them or need to leave them
2: who boy that's right and we're back with another super duper Super fantastic lightning round, and this one will be a very special episode because we got a professional judge joining (laughs) us. The lightning round will consist of three topics brought by our special guest, where Robin and I will debate them and get points awarded for who wins those debates. And at the end of the episode, whoever wins gets to pick their side, pro or con, on next week's episode. And that special guest we have this week is a old improv pal of mine, someone I met in the magical improv world of Regina. They're busy selling fancy cheese these days as we can't do improv because improv mostly consisted of spewing particles at each other on a stage. Oh, no. (laughs) And that person, oh, what is this? A Netflix reboot? Because we have a Fuller in the house. It's Jennifer Fuller. Oh,
0: God. (laughs) That was amazing and terrible at the same time. Loved it.
2: Thank you. (laughs) Welcome to the show, Jen.
0: Hello, it's nice to be here. Thank you so much for having me.
2: I guess we'll get into the question of, have you judged things before, Jen?
0: I have actually judged a lot of things, (gasps) uh, not just (laughs) ex-boyfriends. I actually do judging for the CIGs, the Canadian Improv Games, which are the high school version of improv in Canada here. So I do that. And uh, I would—I am an aspiring uh, food-eating competition judge.
1: Whoa, <laughs> that is
0: my—that's my dream. In Sweet. Life. What is
2: yes. your food of choice? If you were to judge, what do you—what do you have the most experience to judge on a food-eating competition?
0: Oh, I think pie for sure. Ooh, Ooh. meat yeah. or fruit? <laughs> no, ew, meat. No, <laughs> fruit. Fruit pie for sure. Good old-fashioned fruit pie.
1: I love that. Pie was not the first like uh, not even the first five foods I've thought of. No. But it's oh, really said it, I'm like, Oh, that's a good one. Yeah, pie eating contest. That's like the classic. It that's is a OG. classic.
0: There's
2: yeah. that movie where they do a pie eating competition. Is it Stand by Me? one of those old movies, and then yeah, yeah, someone yeah. barfs. Yeah. Someone freaked uh. me out as a kid. <laughs> but, were these, are these going to be no-handed competitions or all-hands competitions? All-hands,
0: because All. the no-hands, I don't know, kind of freaks me out for some reason.
2: <laughs> they're very aggressive. I'm
0: a little scared that they're going to drown in, yeah. the, in the food, and that freaks me out a lot. Also, <laughs> like a lot of food going up your nose kind of freaks me out. So we <laughs> could probably just do a whole segment on things that freak me out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah
2: that's fair a lot of stuff that, that whole competition in that movie whatever movie that was freaked me out yeah so I think like yeah, the guy fair. gets so bloated and it's like they yeah. shoot in a really strange way <laughs>
0: yeah and he gets like and he's really overweight too yeah and then he like it almost makes me think of the part in Harry Potter where she gets she like blows up and then floats away but instead he just throws up <laughs>
1: it's really gross I'm like I feel like I'm missing out on something cause <laughs> this- <laughs> This sounds horrifying. It
2: is. Uh, Anyways, uh, to start the show, we get your opinion on last week's topic. Last week's topic was lip balm. How do you feel about lip balm?
0: Oh, I'm a big lip balm fan. Yeah. Kiss and chapped lips. Yuck, yuck, yuck. (laughs) Your skin is your biggest organ, everybody. You got to moisturize it.
2: Exactly. That's exactly how I feel.
0: Every, every Every part of it so (laughs) but I feel like I always lose lip balm and this was the year that I finally finished a whole lip balm because I wasn't going anywhere
2: (laughs) nice yes at one point I bought a pack of three and just put them in three different spots and then so when I lost one I would find the other ones and be like oh this is fantastic
0: (laughs) that is that's a good life hack actually I like that (laughs) yes So, so do you have a brand that you swear by um, I usually go towards Nivea, but I feel like it doesn't work, Like to be 100% honest, to spill the tea right now. Ooh. I don't think it works. I like the car, the classic Carmex because it looks like glue, kind of. <laughs> the like, packaging looks like glue, and I'm like, yes, I'm intrigued by this.
1: My biggest hang up with lip balm is the way they make my lips feel. I'm really picky about it. Oh, yeah. But I haven't found one yet, that I'm like, this is fine. Most of them, I just want to like wipe off as soon as I put them on well
0: I don't mess with lip gloss because I hate how sticky it is
1: yeah that's another one that yeah <laughs> yeah like
0: lip gloss is coming back in again and I'm like no I can't participate in that trend I hate when <laughs> your when your hair gets caught in it it's just like ugh. Ugh. <laughs> it's so gross I was really into the matte the like dry matte lip uh lipstick Because it dried, like it dried onto your lips. So you didn't have to worry about stuff getting stuck in it or it rubbing off anywhere. Yeah. But supposedly, like that makes you look old now to like the (laughs) TikTok
1: teens. (laughs) Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, everything that's comfortable and enjoyable is now just old. (laughs) So, (laughs) (laughs) yeah, side parts, that's an old person thing now,
0: supposedly. Apparently. And skinny jeans. Yeah. So but the tiktok teens are trying to bring back low rise jeans and i'm like no <laughs>
1: like, i false. swear like and i cannot find anything about it now but i swear before when they were really popular there was a bunch of doctors and stuff yelling at kids because they cut the circulation off to your leg and like pinched the muscles in your hips Like, they're supposed to be dangerous to wear. Also, like, yeah, like post pandemic,
0: like gaining a bit of weight in quarantine, like, is this really the time
1: (laughs) to bring back low
0: rise jeans? Like, I'm very, like, what? No. I'm never going back on that trend. It was weird.
1: Oh, definitely. No. Yeah. I like, yeah, sitting in your house for a year, getting zero sun, getting. Very little exercise. And then being like, Hey, guess what? The trend is going to be crop tops and low rise jeans. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It is kind
0: of cruel. (laughs) We're all gonna be looking super hot at the beach this summer. Like (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. But also I'm like, so what? You gained weight in quarantine. Like I'm I'm not ready for when people are gonna be like, Are you ready to lose all this weight from quarantine? I'll be like not buying into those fitness Good. trends either, because I'm oh, just like, yeah, everyone Everyone was going through a time. Everyone collectively. <laughs> yeah. You're allowed to gain a little bit of weight. It's okay. The world nope. almost ended.
2: <laughs> Absolutely agree.
1: All the Beachbody friends you have on Facebook are just going to come back with a vengeance. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh God, no. I'll just be like, i'm I'm okay, thanks. Thank you though for <laughs> I don't need those shakes or whatever the like weird stuff that you add to your water. No thanks.
2: <laughs> Do you need a life coach though? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just I don't know I have never known anyone who's had a life coach, so I'm like there's it seems like there's a if we're if we're thinking economics here, there's a lot of supply, not a lot of demand <laughs> yes. Being a business student, I know the basics of economics. I did not do well in those classes.
2: Well, speaking of supply and demand, we have a demand for topics and you have a supply of them. Yeah. So why don't we get that first topic that you're on the fence about and then we'll get a little bit of how you feel, uh, not sided in any way, and then we'll go from there.
0: Okay. Um, so the first topic I have for you is those like really fancy cakes that have fondant on them. Like people make them handmade and they're usually very beautiful, but I feel like fondant is just kind of gross. But I'm also like it's cake. So that's delicious. (laughs) So yeah, that's the thing that I'm on the fence about is like those fancy, there's usually like two or three tiers to them um, covered in fondant and they look really beautiful. Like the people who make them beautiful. (laughs) But the fondant itself doesn't always taste good, but the cake sometimes tastes good, and it's dessert. So, like, really not that hard to complain about.
2: <laughs> oh, no, that's a good topic. I like it because this is something that definitely has been in our minds as well. Yeah. It's true. As we enjoy or try to enjoy desserts. All right. So, for this first topic, you as the judge get to pick who is pro or con.
0: Okay. Um, I would probably let's, let's give, uh, Robin Khan, uh, Kahn, Yeah. Ooh. And Eric pro
2: sounds good. Great. All right. And for the listeners at home, since Jen is a professional judge here, judging for many years, we're going to switch up the format a little bit. Robin and I will, we each have one minute to give our opening statement and then we will then switch to an open floor where Jen can ask us questions. We can debate each other freely and we'll do that for a few minutes. And at the end, we'll hopefully have a conclusion. By conclusion, I mean answer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. And since I'm pro, I'll go first. Everyone ready? Yep. Uh, Fancy fondant cakes. These are works of art that you can eat. Haven't you ever gone into a a museum or an art gallery and said, damn, that looks good. I want to eat that. But you can't. Now you can. You got got the, the cake boss making you a fancy car into a cake, and you get to eat it. You get to request these people, these very talented people with their very talented specific skill to make something for you in whatever genre of thing you like. You like pirates, they got you. You like uh, princesses, they got you. This is a way to express what you love and share it with people because eating cake is a communal thing. So you're sharing it with people and damn, damn, damn does it look fantastic. (laughs) You get to enjoy your thing and then eat it share with people yeah the fondant's not the best but there's so much cake inside it takes over the fondant is just a, a thin layer on the outside you get this lovely cake inside structurally sound it's a magical time all around
1: Well, I'm going to start by saying that I am a bit of a cake purist. I believe that you should not put anything on your cake that is not delicious and edible. Like, what is the point of having like a delicious dessert and then covering it with something that tastes like bland at the very worst? It's disgusting. Um, And then I'm going to go even further and I'm going to say that fondant is becoming really out of date. If you look at like what the like Instagram influencers and stuff in the baking world are doing right now, They're using alternatives because they know that taste matters just as much as aesthetic. So now we're seeing stuff like uh, marzipan being used, which kind of works like fondant, but tastes better. You're also seeing more royal icing and like kind of stiff meringue icings that, uh, you know, you're not going to get the same like smooth finish, but you can make really beautiful, gorgeous stuff just the same. It's just as fancy and it tastes way better. So why wouldn't you use a great alternative?
2: Oh, those are the outputting statements. The floor is now open. Jennifer, do you have any questions?
1: Okay,
0: uh, Eric, for you, please, like you, you said that when you look at art, you're like also wanting to <laughs> eat it, or at least you implied that within this round. What is a piece of art that you're like, I would for sure eat that?
2: Easy slam dunk Andy Warhol's soup can painting.
0: Oh, <laughs> get out of here. That was... <laughs> Too easy come on we need to get some like that was that i don't think no that was eh, terrible
1: no <laughs> you need to I give me like another one on that such one a low bar for like good food art too fine yeah. i can't
2: name a specific painter but you know when they do like those lines it's very it looks like a blurry painting <laughs> that's like someone painted in frosting and you want to eat that painting and now you can <laughs>
0: Like Matisse? Is that it? Sure. Monet Manet?
1: Yeah, like yeah. some post-impressionism. Yeah,
0: impressionism. Exactly. <laughs> These are all exactly what I'm thinking. All of us know so much about art. <laughs> wow. Yeah, you really got me with that soup can one. I'm a little mad about how much of a slam dunk that was. Like, I'm a little angry. You're welcome. Okay, Robin. Yes. It seems like you know a lot about uh, baking influencers. Is that like one of your go to things on your social media or the or or what's the background of that?
1: Yeah, I don't know how it became that. I just kept on watching like more and more cake videos until Instagram just that's all they recommended to me anymore. And I think that just says a lot about my uh COVID life right now, but also (laughs) I think of myself as like sort of an amateur baker. And I gotta be completely honest with you, I'm more terrified to try using fondant than anything because it seems like really hard. So like I've been appreciating the fact that there's lots of uh, different like alternatives that are a little more straightforward.
2: I have a counterpoint to that then. That that just means that your Instagram is skewed one way towards the (laughs) (laughs) anti-fondant, the anti-fondant side of things, which is unfair. Also, I just found out today that influencers are all faking it. I just found so today. You missed today. <laughs> because when they're taking selfie photos in the mirror, they're not using a mirror. They're using another camera pointed at them and just holding a phone in their hand like they're taking a selfie. It's all fake. Influences <laughs> are fake. So you can't trust their opinions on fondant and anything else.
0: Okay, wait. Sorry. Is that thing about the camera real? Yes. yes. <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> yes. I saw that today. My mind was blown. Oh, everything's a lie.
0: <laughs> oh, so they use like a better camera.
2: Than yeah. their, yeah. And
0: then they hold up their phone being like...
2: Like it's I just took this with
0: my phone. That's how hot I am. Yes. Yeah. But it's actually like a professional, like fancy DSLR camera.
2: Yeah, that's why their mirror selfies look so damn good. Oh. And why yours will never look like that. Yeah. Just like Whoa. your cakes will never look like that unless you use fondant <laughs> and put it on nice and smooth and you could be the cake boss in your own home making fondant cakes because it's so beautiful.
0: Okay, Nonsense. question. <laughs> it seems like... You you both have different backgrounds of of cake knowledge. Uh, I've heard a lot of cake boss. Bo- oh god, <laughs> cake boss references. Uh huh. Um, so like, where did this all start? Was it cake boss? Was it um, the Duff? What's his name? Duff. Yeah, Duff. Duff guy. <laughs> the Duff other guy. cake. <laughs> the other cake guy. There's like a bunch of there's all the different competition shows yeah. on the Food Network. Like where where did some of these cake knowledges stem from? I want to know your background on your cake knowledge.
2: Well, yeah, of course, it started with the man himself, Duff, not Buddy Velasco, Buddy, Buddy Velasco, the cake boss. He seems like a, a, a dumpy old man. How rude! <laughs> but, but Duff seems very nice and full of energy, and that's why I learned that the love of fondant and how beautiful it can be. <laughs> Same with all those competitions. They're rolling that funded. They're slapping it on cakes <laughs> and they're making them look good in a matter of seconds.
0: Okay. Robin, what's your, uh, like cake reality show background.
1: <laughs> okay. So it's like, I don't really have a clear origin story because I was just one of those kids who like would put on the food network. Right. Yeah. So classic. it's like, and there's so many like cake and cupcake and everything competitions, but I did like definitely, uh, the, the Cake Boss was one of the ones I did watch. And I like the one thing I didn't like about him was how much of the cake was an edible. It's just mm-hmm. like uh, Rice Krispie Treat and yeah. steaks and like big steaks. fond like, like you know, the <laughs> not steaks the food, <laughs> like wooden steaks to hold it together. Yes. And, uh, and yeah, big globs of fondant. And it's like, wow, so much of that cake nobody's going to eat. That's such yeah. a waste. Yes, 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 yes. And so, yeah, like I thought about because it's like eventually when I got older, I'm like, oh, I want to start baking myself um, and like decorating really appealed to me. But I don't know. I was always hesitant to put stuff on it that I'm not going to eat because, you know, I'm not a professional. I'm not making this for people. I'm going to have to eat it after. Am I going to want to eat the fondant I'm putting on this?
2: Uh, I think she's getting too much time on the clock. (laughs) This is unfair. (laughs) (laughs) Half uh, half the part of having a cake and making it is making it look beautiful.
0: (laughs) Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. This is like lightning speed. What is more important to a cake, the taste or the look?
2: It's obviously the looks. That's why you want okay. to use fondant on your fondant cake.
0: <laughs> okay, Robin? I'm going to say
1: it's 100% the
0: taste. Well, you okay. would say that. And <laughs> then one, one more quick question. Yes. What is more important, the cake or the icing? Which one are you, team <laughs> cake or team icing?
2: Mm. I would say you can't have one without the other they are the most complimentary things in food they (laughs) have a symbiotic
0: relationship
2: yes they empower each other they go you go (laughs) icing and you go cake and they (laughs) they lift elevate each other and then they hold fondant up to make it look beautiful
0: (laughs) (laughs) so eric is the fondant part of the icing or is it something that you're adding to the cake
2: it is a third party okay this is kind of a thruple situation (laughs)
0: Okay, so writing that down, Eric, Team Thrupple. All right, it's on the record. (laughs) (laughs) That's going to come back to bite you later.
2: (laughs) End of debate. And we'll get your thoughts and your verdict.
0: Well, Eric really had me for a little while there. (gasps) I'm going to be honest surprising. But I think it really goes well also I think I'm a little bit more biased towards Robin and her stance. But I think she really she really got me with the wasting. I'm very against food waste. I hate wasting anything and she made some great points about, you know, I want a cake that's actually going to be eaten, not just all these rice crispy treats and and pieces of wood in there <laughs> with some fondant on the outside, you know. Yeah. So I think this one goes to Robin.
2: yeah that is fair that is fair to take off my debate hat fondant's gross (laughs) and doesn't really need to be on cake really
0: yeah but i i do like hats off to the people who can make these like beautiful things with them because like wow and i think it's underappreciated but also i don't really want to eat it (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> no, exactly. Whenever I see, I've seen a fondant cake in person. You see, uh, people taking the fondant off quickly and then eating the cake underneath, and oh, leaving yeah. a piece of fondant on their plate.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. I think we, I think we've settled it.
2: We did. <laughs> <laughs> settled the debate once and for all. Uh, all right. So for topic number two, Jen, what did you bring?
0: So topic number two, which I was very surprised that you haven't covered yet, and if mm-hmm. you have, and I just missed it, then I'm very sorry. Crocs,
2: oh no, we have no, not. We have not.
0: Whoa, okay, nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Yes, so circa me being in grade seven or six, so that was like <laughs> early 2000s, I used to rock the crocs. Whoa, I had the little thingies that you put in the holes,
2: the giblets. <laughs>
0: what? Is that, That's that what, what they're, they're called? called?
2: I believe so.
1: Giblets?
2: No, it's something, it's something very similar. I listen to a podcast where they've just started talking about Crocs a bunch. <laughs> and I believe oh. it's called Giblets.
0: So you're bringing a lot. A little bit. <laughs> okay, so Crocs, uh, I used to rock them and then they went away and now they're kind of coming back again. I'm seeing them on TikTok. I'm seeing them on Instagram. Uh, I'm pretty sure someone wore them on a runway. They had like platform Crocs.
1: What? Don't quote me on that. Yeah, they were like
0: plat, like big platform, like uh, Spice Girl shoes, you know, Sweet. with the big bottoms. But crocs. why does
1: that give me like the same energy as long furbies? <laughs> Oh, long. Oh, my God. Have you guys covered Furbies already?
2: No. no. Oh, my in God. In our private life, long Furbies have come up a lot.
0: Oh, my God. Okay. Maybe that'll. I'll just get rid of the rest of my list and we'll talk about Furbies because I have a lot. I have a lot about Furbies. Okay. Sorry. Crocs. Good or bad?
2: Sounds good. All right. For this one, for topic two, uh, the loser picks their side.
1: That's you. Yeah. <laughs> so,
2: since I lost last round, I get to pick my side pro or con. I think I'm going to stick with pro on Crocs. Nice. Robin, you are con Crocs. All right. And they are called gibbets. J-I-B-B-I-T-Z. If it was giblets,
0: I would be like, <laughs> <laughs> Just no.
2: <laughs> that is fair. Everyone ready? Yep. yep. Here comes the debate on Crocs. Oh, what's that on my feet? It's a cloud. It's the sky. You no, know, it's Crocs. The comfiest shoes that have ever existed like walking on clouds, 100% of people had said walking on clouds. And not only do they have the comfort and the, the availability that you need, you can wear them as a nurse, you can wear them on the the runway, from runway to hospital floors, these Crocs have seen the sights. Um, not only that, do they have the comfort for you, but fashion statement. You get to put all those gibbets in that thing. You can do whatever you want. You can have a piece of avocado in there as like a little acrylic thing. You can have little danglies off your shoes. Boom. You have another place to accessorize and to show off your personality with these Crocs. Yes, Crocs have a bad reputation for being (laughs) anti-personality and anti-style, but now they are all style, all personality, and they're back, baby, because people love them. They're the comfiest shoes on the planet, and you can fly across that planet on clouds on your feet.
1: All right. So I'm going to start with the only reason these things have come back at all is irony fashion, the same way like those dad sneakers have. They're still unfashionable. They still look horrible. They kind of remind me of clown shoes. (laughs) They're like big and rubbery. Um, They're ugly. Like that's the bottom line is they're really ugly. But also they're not very functional, right? Like they have holes all over them. You can wear them outside on maybe a sunny day. Otherwise, you got to wear them in your house. You shouldn't be wearing them to work because you look ridiculous. And nobody is taking you seriously, and it baffles the crap out of me that nurses are wearing them. Of everybody, they have holes in them. What kind of fluids are you getting on your feet while you're wearing Crocs at work? That seems like a safety hazard. Like you shouldn't be allowed to do that, even if you are filling them with the little jib jibs or whatever the heck they're <laughs> called. Um, so yeah, no, they are not a practical everyday shoe, and they're pretty. They don't look good, and they're only good for inside your house. What's the
2: point? well that's the opening (laughs) statement and here's the open floor jen to you
0: okay a very important question for both of you you're stranded on a desert island all you have are the crocs on your feet (laughs) what are other uses that you could use these crocs for and Um, and keep your keep your sides in mind
2: Yes, I'm gonna take this one. Cause I'm gonna take this one first because it's so easy. They're made of rubber. You can do anything you want with them. They're protective against against lightning storms. You can <laughs> use them as a grip if you want to make a spear. You can take some of that rubber, wrap it around. Yeah. And now you got like the comfiest spear in the world. You're stabbing fish, you're you're making food, you're rubbing two sticks together, but you have crocs on your hands. So it's like you're not even touching anything. You're just rubbing these sticks forever. You can rub them all day. You got crocs in your no, hands. No, you're
1: you're thinking way too hard. Like, yeah, they're rubber. You set them on fire that's what you do because no they get you set them on fire One to get rid of them too because they're going to make out like big puffs of black smoke when plastic burns somebody's going to see that
2: so you're saying they're useful
1: yeah to destroy
2: <laughs> fine then
1: <laughs> um okay
0: another another important thing that was brought up is is I- irony in clothing irony in fashion what is something that you have worn back in the day that you look at now and you're like, yikes, but you kind of wish came back. Maybe <laughs> like the Crocs, maybe not.
1: Oh, that's a good question.
2: I mean, Robin's wearing them right now. Some cargo pants. Oh, Ooh, yeah. I totally okay. like
1: people were like skinny jeans are out. And I was like, OK, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like, I still love like high waisted jeans, but mm-hmm. like, yeah, I was like, I will get some big baggy ass jeans to wear around. Why not?
2: And this comes back to the point that fashion is cyclical. Crocs are back cuz they're great. <laughs> but
1: they were never there in the first place. They came out and people were like, "What are those?"
2: Yeah, damn Daniel. <laughs> back at it again with the green Crocs. <laughs> because they're they're attention-seeking. They're they're love they're they're like any fashion statement, they're bold. People don't understand them. They're confused when they first come out. <laughs> but then, boom, now your dad's wearing them. Now your auntie's wearing them around the house to the beach because they're great. They're they're for all people, but they just didn't understand them when they first came out. No,
1: they'll be cool for like two years before people go, what are we doing again? It's the same thing as fanny packs. Mm. People loved fanny packs again for like two years, and then they were like, uh, maybe not. Maybe Maybe we were wrong.
2: Well, no one's thinking that about Crocs because they're, they're a thing you can utilize in everyday life. And they're lovely. And you, the shoes are just shoes. They're like, so- shoes are like socks for your feet. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> they're utilitarian <laughs> is what I'm trying to say.
0: Okay. Quick personal question for both of you. When you go shoe shopping, is it style or is it comfort? Because people say the first thing that they notice about you is your shoes.
1: Oh, mine is definitely style. And I'm a boot person. So it's like ankle boots or combat boots or whatever it is. I like a good pair of boots. I think they have a lot of personality. Always style.
2: Mine would be style too. And Crocs would be at the top of my list because you can. they're a blank surface. They are
1: literally the least (laughs) blank thing you could wear. They're they're like the first thing I would notice about someone and then be like,
2: yikes. No, they're an empty vessel for you to to uh, accessorize yourself with the gibbets. It's problem solved. (laughs) To express uh, that
1: comfort's the only thing that matters (laughs) to you.
2: Yeah, that's life. That's living, baby. (laughs) All right, that's the end of the debate.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ending with baby. (laughs) (laughs) I guess so. That's how they finish it in Parliament, baby. Absolutely. I wish. I really wish. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> thank you Mr. Speaker and baby <laughs> Um, fun fact about myself I did parliamentary style debate so yeah I'm a huge nerd anyway uh, moving <laughs> past that I am going to go with Robin again uh. because of the holes in them and people are like you can wear them as a nurse and it's like ew I don't want people's puke blood, other <laughs> fluids yeah. to flow into my shoes.
2: Guess I didn't bring up the ones without holes in them. I believe they started as nurses' yeah, shoes. They did really they, and yeah. they start
0: they also started as like kitchen shoes and boat shoes.
2: Oh. Yeah. Before um, the wetness. <laughs> I don't know why they have holes in them.
0: My big problem with them too is I have very sweaty feet. Uh, <laughs> so when I wear them without socks, it's a slip and slide in there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Another thing, I was wearing Crocs when I was a wee child, and a wasp flew into my (gasps) Croc and stung me because it got scared. Oh, my God. So those holes are so dangerous (laughs) in so many ways. And then my foot swelled up so much, I couldn't fit it in the Croc. And I was walking around the Southland Mall with one shoe in a (laughs) Croc and the other shoe bare and swollen.
1: (laughs) Wow, so, these
2: are incredible historical tales That of, is a
1: very traumatizing <laughs> croc story
2: Well, if I knew that
0: If anyone saw me like early, maybe like 2006 <laughs> that, yeah that was not peak, Jen that was not <laughs> that was a bad time in my life Oh, no. Yeah. So I'm sorry. I came in pretty biased with that one.
2: That's okay. That's just part of the game, man. Yeah.
1: Sometimes the debates, they, like, stir up old memories and old feelings you didn't realize (laughs) you had.
2: That's what we're here for. We're Uh, the tools of debate to help you decide, and another one decided in Robin's favor. (laughs) (laughs) But spoiler alert, Robin wins this episode, but to help you, that we're not just about winning here, as I've said before, we're here to help you, Jen. So we'll get that last topic and some feelings and we'll go from there.
0: Okay. um, I have a whole list here, but the Furbies are really getting
1: me. But then I'm
0: like, (laughs) yeah, let's just go with the Furbies. Okay. So again, when I was a wee child, I was like, (laughs) this is what I need. This is what I want. Um, but they're very scary. They're very creepy. But also, is that what we need in our lives? Do we need a little bit of creepy? Do we need to get, do we need to be a little scared? I don't know.
1: <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: just, these are all fair questions to ask. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, since I lost last round, I I want to see Robin be pro Furby. So I'm going to be con Furby. Okay. More than anything. And we. We'll get our opening statements out and then open the floor and make the world decided on Furbies. You ready?
1: Yep. So Furbies, the cute little lovable electronic pets for kids whose parents were too mean to let them have real animals. (laughs) And that's like the number one best reason to get a Furby and to have a Furby when you were a kid. If you were like me, you lived in an apartment building, you were allergic to like everything with four legs, would die if you had real pet. Ta-da, Furby. And the Furbies could even talk back to you, something a real pet couldn't do. Just hours and hours of entertainment, never having to clean up animal poop, Um, cute little furry adorable. Thing, uh, Yeah, what's the downside? Sure, in hindsight, it might look a little creepy, but some of that creep factor was just endless hours of entertainment. For example, my best friend once left her Furby with her dad for a day to take care of it, and when we got it back, it just insulted us relentlessly <laughs> because it had picked up his speech patterns, and it was one of the funniest things I'd ever witnessed. And that's why you should get a Furby.
2: Damn. <laughs> Well, as con Furby, uh, insulting Furbies aside, <laughs> Furbies that are good at roasts aside, Furbies are uh, pale in comparison to, one, a real pet, two, something that doesn't look like a bird and talks to you while you're trying to sleep <laughs> and like creepily learns your name and starts breaking... And then it starts breaking and it talks all crazy because the circuit board's fucking up and it's all like <laughs> That's just one part of the many scary things that are brought. Yes, it is a very scary bird-like thing. Why do they make it look like a bird? <laughs> <laughs> Alberta's little his little beak flap and his creepy eyes look around, <laughs> scaring you. This is something you cannot keep in your room at, at nights because you'd be afraid there's a monster in your room. Because it is a Furby, and if these didn't exist at all, we would not have the new nightmare of long Furbies showing. <laughs> their existence created their nightmare of today, long Furbies. <laughs> all right, oh, the floor is now open to you, Jen. <laughs>
0: Um, okay, yeah. So, yeah, that's a really big trend right now is there's someone who's, like, editing Furbies. So they make, like, the long Furbies, but they've also made, like, other shapes. Yeah. Have you guys seen the, the the bean, the bean resin
1: Furby?
2: Yes. Yes. We did see the Furby made of beans. is another valid point in why Furbies are bad.
1: I saw someone on TikTok do a makeup look <gasps> of the bean Furby. <laughs> I saw, that. I saw that. It was so gross.
0: (laughs) It really was.
2: Exactly. You're all just helping my point
0: here. (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm like losing the like debate style. (laughs) I'm just laughing about burpees. Okay, wait. Clarification. So you couldn't just record like you know how old kids' toys sometimes you could press a button and like record what you wanted them to say. Yes these
1: you they would pick up on your speech patterns. like what how did that work?: Yeah, so um the way they worked is that you could like you had conversations with them, and like the more you conversed with them, like the more words that they would learn right <laughs> and then they would parrot them back to you. Oh my yeah.
2: God. They were okay. learning machines, yeah. just like the Terminator. It was okay. supposed
1: to be impressive at the time, but it usually just resulted in them swearing at you. <laughs> <Yeah>. Okay, so
0: <laughs> was, were Furbies like, the first way that like the FBI was spying on us? Were they like the original Alexa? It's, it's very likely.
2: This is very likely uh, conspiracy that I like. <laughs> that or or Furbies, aliens.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love
1: this so much. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. I feel like they're both. <laughs> like aliens yes. said by the CIA From Area
2: 51 <laughs> that the FBI <laughs> used To spy on children And to learn your dad's swear words
0: You know what you should do now Is take an empty Furby And put it over your like Alexa Or Google Home Play, And then be like Alexa and then it looks like the Furby Is talking to you But it's way more intelligent now Oh, no. It's a brilliant idea. It's okay, a nightmare yeah. <laughs>
2: brought upon us by Furby's existence.
0: Okay. <laughs> Sorry. I'm loving this way. And I miss human interactions. Um.
2: <laughs> well, you don't need you just get a Furby.
0: <laughs> okay. So, didn't something similar happen like this recently? Wasn't it Hatchimal's? or something, where kids were opening them, and they were like swearing at them, <laughs> or something. It, there was a recent... There was some recent kid's toy that something
1: similar happened. That wouldn't surprise it's me. You'd think they would have learned. It's because they
2: never learned. <laughs> yeah. They're building robots to, to swear at kids. <laughs> <laughs> and they shouldn't be doing this. Furbies are bad.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Okay. I thought it was pretty great.
0: Okay, if you... <laughs> if you... If you had to pimp out a Furby to like like Robot Wars battling, them, <laughs> or, what would you add to your Furby?
2: <laughs> <laughs> For me, you wouldn't need to add anything because they're already evil enough. They're basically the Terminator, but in a bird format. <laughs> Robin,
1: I don't know. I could probably destroy you mentally without any weapons, but I might add some sharps. <laughs> For shits and giggles, I would
0: I would four hundred percent watch that episode of Robot Wars or whatever. Yes. Do you guys remember that show? It was like yes. the robots in the cage match, and it was like
1: just two groups of nerds controlling it.
2: Yes, I think furbies yeah. were banned because they're too powerful.
1: I, I feel like I want to give one like a tank body, but I all I want the whole a thing to be furry body. like a furby.
0: <laughs> For some reason, I thought of like flamethrowers on its weird tiny hands. <laughs> yes.
2: Well, do you have a final question? Jared? <laughs> Sorry, these aren't really questions anymore. Okay.
0: Um, <laughs> if you had to take a Furby and another like '90s, early 2000s toy and combine them into one mega toy, what would it be? This is another weird one.
2: <laughs> Furby and moon boots.
1: <laughs> That's a really good one.
2: <laughs> so can, the Furby can jump real high.
1: <laughs> or do you? Wait,
0: or are they moon boots with the Furby heads like on Ooh, the feet?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even better. <laughs> That's a bad thing. Furbies are bad. Whatever.
1: What was that other pet that you could have? Uh, there was a dog. I oh. had it. It was an electronic dog. It was like Poochie oh. yeah, or yeah, yeah. Robo Dog or something. Yeah, I would combine those into like one of those like Power Ranger esque. What's that guy called? <laughs>
2: yes, Megatron. Megatron. Yeah. yeah.
1: I would combine it with a Chia Pet. That was
2: a little gross. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> the top hair grows. <laughs> All right. End of debate. <laughs>
0: I'm like tearing up right now like <laughs> uh, <yes. laughs> I'm sitting alone in my extremely messy room crying with laughter Over-trust. because that's, I miss human interaction. Like
2: <laughs> alright Jen your thoughts and verdict
0: um, <laughs> this is definitely the best thing I've talked about all quarantine Yay. um yeah <laughs> Sorry, I'm still thinking about. (laughs) Okay, sorry. We invented two new conspiracy theories. We've invented some toys and we've invented some some robots to get to battle.
2: It was a very productive debate.
0: We should have had like a boardroom meeting on this and really pitched it to yes. Dragons Den. Um, Definitely. <laughs> yes, i I think I think Furbies are terrifying. So, Eric wins. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Whoa.
2: An upset. So I thought I was lost at the first laugh because no. they brought so much joy. No, it's just, they're so scary.
0: And they are not not a replacement for a, a pet.
1: Agreed. <laughs> it's true. Like, yeah. The best they could come up with is that they insulted me. So.
2: <laughs> See, I thought that'd be a bro.
0: I love, I love getting a pet so it could have... <laughs> Insult me. I almost said assault me. Insult
2: me. <laughs> <laughs> you add the tank parts and I get a <laughs> both. Um
0: <laughs> I also love that um Furbies were like the original like AI development. <laughs> <Yeah. Yes.
2: laughs> it leads to the Terminator. The we
0: have to do the Turing test <laughs> on <a> Furby.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you do the you do the comp test from Blade Runner. <laughs> oh man i gotta edit that <laughs> all right making a note
0: okay so sorry i feel like half of this <laughs> last bit has just been laughing
2: that's fine
0: that was the best debate of my life uh, <laughs> and i have literally done parliamentary style debates <laughs>
2: well, there you go that's the do we like promise that's going on the back of the box for do we like? <laughs> yes all right, so we'll start wrapping up here. With that, the winner of this episode is me, Robin. Ooh. It wasn't a clean sweep though; I was worried about that. So thank Almost. goodness. But Rob is on a winning streak now. I gotta pick him up. Yeah, pick up my game. Uh, but thank you, Jen, for being on the show and you bringing your judge prowess to this new format. It's a lot of fun.
1: Yes, it was very fun. Thank you. <laughs>
2: uh, do you have anything to promote? Uh, improv will come back eventually.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, when improv and stand-up comes back, just, and same with live music, just please come out and see us, because all of us miss, we miss the crowds, we miss hanging out and laughing about stupid stuff with our friends, like we did today. Exactly. So, yeah, when it does come back, let's just, like, make it the best possible thing. I'm I'm so excited for when it can, um, so, yeah, come Check out some hitchhiker shows, uh, check out some open mic at The Cure, um, and there's lots of different stand-up shows. But yeah, come and try some open mic too, man. Like We need more people just trying stuff, having fun, saying weird stuff into a microphone (laughs) like right now. (laughs)
1: Exactly.
2: I love that. Yes, everyone should take... When everything is back cherish it.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, support please. your local community, support your local arts.
0: Yeah, all of and all of those spaces, they've been struggling a lot, so buy yes. lots of beers, uh, responsibly, obviously. <laughs> uh like high five everybody and it'll be great. It'll, it will be. <laughs> yeah. Rounds of beers and high fives and seeing live uh performances.
1: That's that's <laughs> <laughs> my tagline. <laughs> Love it.
2: Absolutely. I agree 100%. All right. Well, thank you, Robin, for the lovely debates.
1: And thank you guys.
2: Thanks, Jen, for being our super-duper guest judge.
0: Thanks so much for having me. (laughs)
2: Yeah. (laughs) Thanks, everyone, for listening. We'll catch you next week on our full debate. Goodbye. Bye-bye.
1: You can hear more Do We Like on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. If you enjoyed this episode and want to help us out, please leave a rating and review. For updates, you can follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Do We Like Podcast, or check out our website at dowelike.com. The show is hosted and produced by Eric Canius and Robin Lance. Do We Like is brought to you by Beamed Media, a Canadian podcast network.